0: Less empty than usual, thanks. Well, I suppose you
1: you need an explanation. I that mean that's the least I can do.
0: Uh oh no wait, I think I've got it. Tell me. Well, Darren Nesbitt guest character whose name I've forgotten, I'm going to guess that you've kidnapped me in your little plane because you've heard that today's episode on the randomizer is Talk Down. And that's the Protectors episode that you were in. Yes. Yes, of course. Except uh it's not the Protectors episode called Talk Down, it's it's actually the Joe 90 episode called Talk Down. Solz.
1: You don't get off that easy.
0: No, no. Honest. You see, episode titles that appear in more than one series have now been marked to that particular series. So it's definitely Joe today, not The Protectors. Which means I'm afraid you've had a wasted trip. Well, this is where I leave you. You're jumping? But I can't fly this plane. You'll fly this plane. Good point. Happy landings. What a nice chap. Right, well, let's see about landing this thing, shall we? Uh, I'm sure after all these years watching Alan Carter in action, I can handle a little plane like this. Uh, oh, well, um... here's Joe 90. Well, last week I prayed to the uh, big pink pixie in the sky at the very end of uh, King Divers for something a bit more to my tastes this week, and thankfully the randomizer has come through for us in a big way with some more. Joe ninety, hurrah! Which I'm oh I'm again still with this, particularly this and Captain Scarlet. It's just oh it looks so beautiful in HD. Um, this little um, airbase with all the model cars around it is just so pretty. 3.5, 3.7. So at this uh, experimental airbase, where this uh, rather snazzy orange plane is being uh, put through its paces.
1: Mark four, leveling out. Well, I think the Air Chiefs will be most impressed. They ought to
0: be, sir. That's the fastest run I've ever seen. And this this plane is a rather odd design because... Uh, that was great,
1: Jim. Bring
0: her in. It doesn't look too much like uh, the regular planes we've seen in other... Do you read me? ...Century 21 production. It, it does look more like a spaceship. The man at the controls. I'm fine. Jim, um... I'm... I've forgotten the character's surname. I want to say Goddard, cos it's the same puppet that played uh, Commodore Goddard in The Trap, but it's not its not Jim Goddard. Confirm with the General that the show is next Friday at 1100 hours. Yes, sir. We'll find out. I'm, I'm sure we'll find out his surname soon. Of the project, may I offer you my congratulations, sir. Oh, thank you. It's been a team effort, though. Mm. The reward of two years... You and me, a fine team. And, of course, you look at this uh, air, um, control tower here and it looks... You can see so many reused props and uh, other control tower bits. I think there's a a section of the uh, underwater base from Arctic Adventure just mounted on the wall, one of the scanners there. Is anything wrong? Can
1: you read me, Jim?
0: Jim Grant, that's his name. He's in a bit of trouble. He's... uh... Come in! It looks as if he's out of control. Yeah, he's let go of the stick. If he doesn't pull out soon, he'll crash for certain. I don't know much about planes, but I know you need to be holding on to that little uh, stick thingy in order to, to stop it from plowing into the ground. Oh, this is such a gorgeous model, though. It's very long. Come in, Jim.
1: I do not leave you, but if you can hear this, eject. This
0: poor puppet is, uh, is absolutely covered in sweat.
1: You are going to crash. Eject.
0: And some poor farmer has got the remains of a plane to clear up now. Mm-hmm. Just, just hearing those those opening notes, this this music, this show, I make no apology for how much I enjoy this, and uh, I'm sure that Jamie and Richard will be uh, rolling their eyes even now. But actually, although Joe was a, a should we say a very prominent figure on the Randomizer for its first year, I think he actually only appeared once, possibly twice, for the whole of last year. So it's not like we've uh, We've seen too much of him lately on The Randomizer, And I know I'm, I'm sure I've said this countless times, but this show, and particularly this opening, just plugs straight into such a happy place in my brain of... Oh gosh, I don't even know how to begin to describe how happy this opening makes me it really does send me just back to being a little kid watching it on the uh, on um, bbc1 saturday mornings back when i was oh i suppose that would have been uh, when i was about 9 years old too yeah 94 i was born in 85 and i'm sure this was repeated in 94 so i was the same age as joe um hurrah i suppose
1: you've heard about the f116 crash sam sure chief do they know the cause yet not yet It'll take a couple of weeks for the lab boys to report. But it's imperative the demonstration for the top brass scheduled for Friday goes ahead.
0: Oh, um, I don't know if this is a a done thing with uh, with um, top... It's faultless. Oh, OK, OK, right. I've spotted something there. So in the first... um, When I first went, ooh... Shane, it was a close-up of Shane Weston, he had a pin in his tie We cut back to, we cut to Sam Louver When we cut back to Shane Weston, the pin in his tie was gone a little, um, just a little, um Oh, the pin's back! The pin is back now Right, so, um, okay, that's, a. Uh, why would that have been there? To, to keep the tie from, from flapping around? Was that, was that a problem with the puppets? I don't know that's very odd i've never seen anything like that before but yeah go back and have a look for the the little pin and shane weston's tie a little green uh little green bobble on the end everything in the plane went dead i held on as long as i could but
1: then i had to eject well it obviously wasn't your fault it must have been an electrical failure in the aircraft it puts us in a real mess
0: you're right but we've got to crack it, and before next Friday. So presumably they have another highly experimental plane on standby.
1: And the mad rush means an assignment for Joe. How would you like to fly the F-116, Joe? The F-116, Uncle Sam? Yes, Joe, that's the code name the Air Force have given, their latest fighter.
0: The Air Force, Uncle Sam. That would really be something. You've flown Air Force bombers before,
1: surely? Always use their own test pilots. fighters. Why do they need Joe? It's a fair question, Mac.
0: One, I'm not going to answer. I'm sure, sh- yeah, but by this point, I'm sure we've seen Joe fly in like half a dozen planes. Foot Grant's been with the projects. But this one is quite spiffy, it's very orange. Of the,
1: F-116. the aircraft is due to be demonstrated on Friday morning. We want Joe to pilot it. Sounds straightforward enough. All we need is Jim Grant's brain pattern. I'm surprised the flight controller gave you press boys the go ahead to come and see me. Or oh, we'll keep the article pretty general, no classified information, just a brief description of the F-116 and some background stuff on you. How's the, um, photograph coming, Mac?
0: Just a few more seconds. <laughs> Grant's worn his, uh, ugliest blue dressing gown with matching, um, um, lavender, um, lined pyjamas for this, uh, this photo shoot that's going to be Presumably shown all over the world, as far as he knows. Of course, we know that this is Max, Sam, and Joe getting the older brain pattern. That camera looks pretty ancient. Oh, it uh, still does its job, Mr. Grant.
1: Nice to have met you, Mr. Grant. I hope to be a test pilot myself one day. Well, maybe in about 10 or 12 years, Joe. Maybe a lot sooner than he thinks. Like tomorrow morning.
0: Pardon, Mr. Louvre? Oh, nothing, Mr. Grant. I do, I do like that when the uh, characters sort of speak to each other cryptically about things that other characters shouldn't know but they're saying it right next to, char- to to those characters. There's a
1: Professor McLean with a caravan at the gate, sir. Let him in. He's bringing the pilot.
0: In a caravan? I do wonder, actually, as well, if this is the same caravan that we saw being used in uh, Project 90, the one that the balloon was launched from. I'll have to check that later. It probably isn't, I'm probably completely wrong, but yeah, never mind.
1: Say he's our most special agent.
0: Well, and another a beautiful close-up on the cockpit of this F-116. You see all the panels and the the, the lines and grooves on the, the hull. It's a gorgeous piece of uh, work from the effects team here. Ah, and here comes the general in a limo that, um, again, speaking of reused props, I wonder if this is the same limo that we saw under attack from the aliens in... Uh, in identified, I know much of that was a real limo, but the, the, the shot where it crashes through the wall and goes down the cliff and explodes, I wonder if that's the same limo. Great aircraft, the brain pattern of a top test pilot. It'll be easy. Oh, he didn't say nothing could go wrong, but uh, it'll be easy. It's pretty, uh, pretty ominous, considering we're not even halfway through here. The
1: F-116, sir, is a hypersonic fighter capable of speeds in excess of 3,000 miles per hour the engine develops a... I have read the specifications let's just see it in action
0: I do love this uh, this, this character of the general who uh, the relationship between him and the uh, the control tower um, Chief, I suppose, because the Chief is so anxious to make such a good impression, to, to, to get the General to buy lots of these planes, and the General is like yeah, I don't care, I've, you know, I've got ten inspection tours to get to today, let's just get it all over with It's a really nice dynamic between these two, and uh, again, it's, it's one of those things Joe 90 did so well with its guest characters and we, we've all we've all been in situations like that. We can all relate to it. But here, can't remember. Jim's having a no. bit of a flashback. Can't
1: land. No, no, don't touch him. He's reliving the flight just
0: before the crash. I can reach into his mind and see what he's dreaming, Nurse.
1: Can't remember the landing procedure. I'd better phone the flight controller. He must have suffered some kind of mental blackout prior to landing. Wait a minute. That's why he crashed.
0: Aha, so... This is the point where this episode goes from seemingly a, a rather routine Joe gets to fly another nifty plane episode to... Something a bit more... Um, a bit more unique and a bit more uh, related to the central core of the series, because... Oh, gosh, there's that that gorgeous control tower model again with all those lovely cars.
1: Thank you. Important phone
0: call? No, nothing that can't wait anyway. So there was a previous episode to this uh, called The Race, which was a dream episode where Mac um, recorded his own brain pattern, transferred it to Joe, then they both went to sleep, and this was an experiment to see if they would dream the same dream. And um, rather than uh, um, experience a... uh, slightly more adult dream that you might, you know, an adult might dream. Um, Joe and Mac both dreamt the same dream that they were in a race against an army truck. And they were like, okay, good. We have established that the big rat can not only transfer brain patterns, but can also transfer subconscious um, thoughts and, and subconscious processes. This is a big step forward. And here, we are revisiting that idea but not in a sort of, not in a positive way at all, because Jim Grant's mental block regarding uh, landing this plane has uh, unintentionally been transferred to Joe.
1: Great, just great. What a display. He was really moving. What did you think, General? I think we might possibly be interested.
0: Uh, Thank you, sir. That's high praise from the General, who really doesn't care.
1: That was great, Joe. Return to the airfield and land. OK, Sam. Out.
0: And this is one of the few times, I think, that the show kind of addresses the... Um, He's coming in too fast, sir. The slightly um, unspoken in the show, but um, long-time Anderson fans. Last time have sort of picked up on the uh, the underlying dark themes in Joe 90 over the years that um
1: the base. I do not know the landing procedure
0: repeat that this this seemingly wonderful landing. piece of technology that's allowed to Joe to do so many wonderful things over the last 20 odd episodes here we are actually running into a flaw with the basic process of the series and I think this is a a fascinating idea and it's brilliant that they re- they chose to um, revisit that scene from the race. Not being
1: able to land. Now calm down, Mac. Who are you? Never mind that. What's going on up here? Mac, Mac, just so someone better tell. Do realise?
0: Uh... And more wonderful scenes of people yelling at each other. Mac,
1: just take it easy, Mac. Don't words. try and shut me up. I've got a perfect right. Gentlemen,
0: gentlemen, I think. Again, I love it when people are yelling at each other in this show. It's always Rupert Davies, Keith Alexander, David Healy, just brilliant. It was from the hospital. Grant had a mental blackout during his last test flight. What? what sort
1: of mental blackout a loss of memory loss of memory oh no has he recovered this uh, memory blank according to the doctor not yet he still knows how to fly an aircraft but has forgotten the landing procedure this is terrible Sam it means that it Joe... means we're leaving Mac come on
0: and of course it. it kind of runs into the um, whole, again, the slightly sinister way that W.I.N. operates with the way they accumulate these brain patterns without the knowledge of the people that they're taking them from, that the knowledge or consent. It is like, you know, these, there was no reason for the um, airport controller to report this to these two because they didn't know, he didn't know that they were gonna essentially go and steal a copy of, of Jim Grant's brain. And it's, um, it's just it's, it's just so, so interesting and also kind of satisfying to see that just for once, this underhand way they they go about um using Joe has completely backfired on them.
1: Remember how to land. And because we recorded his brain pattern after the memory lapse, neither can Joe. He's got to remember.
0: It's starting to sound like all oh, this is a really bad idea. We've got to see him.
1: It's a matter of life and death. No, you can't. I've had
0: instructions from the Air Force. Oh, that, doc- that doctor puppet has a bald spot.
1: Well, so sweet. The reporters. Oh, it's okay, Doctor. I feel fine now. Grant, we need your help. You've got to come with us to the airfield. Well, I'd like to help, but no, I don't think. Get up. You're coming with Good. us. Max got a gun? Have you gone mad? Don't argue. Just do as I say. Which he
0: often pulled out at, uh, well, occasionally pulled out at serious situations. Never quite knew why he had a gun, but uh, there we go. I'm sure it's something to do with. Uh, so it's something vital to do with the big rat. And some leftover Thunderbirds music here, of course. Does anyone else find themselves sort of humming or whistling or singing along to the, the incidental music, by the way? It's uh, it's something I do like to do. Obviously not during this, but... Oh. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Oh, I waffled over one of my favourite bits of um, puppetry there. When Sam tells Grant that he needs to talk down Joe. Grant... Thinks about it for a second and then looks back and he's like oh no, I really can't. That's just such a quick just turn of the head and the eyes. It's um Now imagine it's you coming. Again so lifelike. You're making your approach. These puppets were I I think they were always I've always loved these puppets. You don't understand. I
1: can't think.
0: But um I think in the early days of Captain Scarlet they, they moved a bit clunkier, whereas here That's my son up there! Whereas, in in Joe, they they were a bit more realistic. Check speed. I also love that Grant hears that from Mac. That's my son, and he's like... It'll crash. I'm going with this. This is fine. Correct it. Oh, now Mac's pushing him. More brilliant puppetry stuff. Too
1: high. Do something about it.
0: Increase rate of descent to... I... I can't do it. I can't think. Ooh. And again, more brilliant puppetry. Mac just slapped Grant across the face there with the back of his hand, and it looked really realistic. There's, I mean, the, this episode is uh, the the finale of this episode isn't particularly action packed, but it is so worth it for the the realism of the puppetry and the the performances. I mean, Gary Files is doing a fantastic job here with Grant and the puppetry, is, is, as well, is really supporting it. Steady. The undercarriage isn't down. Take her up, Joe!
1: Take her up, full throttle!
0: Oh, no. Oh, so close. So close to the ground. It was uh, We very nearly needed an uh, international rescue there with the elevator cars.
1: I'm going to give it to you straight, Grant. Do you ever want to fly again?
0: Yes. Yes. Just as soon as I've had a little rest. A couple of months, maybe you'll we'll still be here if I, if I take a few months off and come back later Joe will still be circling around right? and
1: finally as a defence mechanism your mind has blanked out this area of fear if you don't beat it now you never will you'll never fly again
0: and again for those who who, who look at Joe and think again what other super episode deals with with um, mental blocks due to fear you know Suppressed traumas. It's like this show can be so grown up at times. It's it's oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful.
1: Final approach. I am going to talk you down. Give me your flight details every twenty seconds.
0: again, the the F-116. It does look so much like a spacecraft, and of course, it did eventually become one in. Uh, in Doctor Who, no less. Uh, this was among the the um, various um, models and props that um, were, were given over to the BBC, and the F-116 appears relatively un unaltered in Colony in Space. It's the IMC spaceship in Colony in Space, which is quite fun.
1: Nine miles from touchdown. Reduce airspeed. Steady.
0: Keep her nose up. Of course, now Grant's sort of um, back in the groove of getting uh, getting the plane down safe. It's... there's not much tension to this now. Well, we haven't even got any uh, any music. No um, sort of, you know, we're running out of runway type type uh, music, but... Again, I, th- I think the puppetry and, going I do know, fast. and the performances are, are really selling it. Oh, he is going to run out of runway. Oh, nope, nope, he turned right, he turned right at the last moment. I'll get over there, make sure he's okay. Good old Joe. How
1: do you feel, Jim? Oh, fine, fine. You're a great pilot, the best.
0: Thanks. So, and, and I think, um, rarely this is an episode of Joe 90 that doesn't have a villain as such. That's deficient. I'd take 200. 200? Uh, 200, 200. 200.
1: F-116s. F-116. No, I mean 200 of those weird-looking
0: cars. Oh, the controller looks very sad. Yes. 200
1: cars. And shall we say 50 F-116s? Yes, General.
0: Now he's happy. Thank you, sir. And again, that's because the puppet's expression doesn't change. That's all done by the... The puppeteering and the um the movement of uh, the, the the performance of uh, of david healy anyway joe's on his way home safe and well and that was that was talked down and that is you know it's not it's not up there in um my like favorite joe 90 episodes but i think probably it is by and large one of the best ones because it does take a, a kind of brutally honest look at um the way the big rat has been used up till now and says actually you know what this could go wrong with fairly horror horrifying results um pretty easily and uh oh yeah as always fantastic performances from from the regulars um i mean not not so much from len jones because although joe is you know joe is the one needing to be saved he he doesn't really say much um in this episode he's uh mostly we just see close-ups of him uh, looking a bit sweaty but uh you know, Keith Alexander David Healy Rupert Davies and of course Gary Files playing uh, Jim Grant as always just uh, just wonderful Oh... I'm sure that we are going to um, now go back to Jamie and Richard going oh, another Joe 90 you know what I have five words for them. Yabu, sucks to you. I don't care. I love Joe 90. I love this episode. I genuinely think it's one of the best Super Mario Nation episodes of all time.